Welcome in to another Cattails podcast, the Weberstate Athletics podcast. I'm Paul Grua, and joined today by the man around Weber State, Jeremiah Larson, head coach of the Weber State volleyball team. What a week it's been. Yeah, it's been awesome. It's great to have it's you. Been a, it's been a roller coaster, for sure. So we're here Wednesday morning, and almost exactly a week ago, the Big Sky Tournament started in Greeley. Mm-hmm. If I had told you a week ago all that you'd be through, what would you have thought? You know, at that point, like, we were, I mean, we were coming off an ACL tear with, uh, with Brielle Rickert, and um, we were kind of feeling kind of down in the dumps a little bit, you know, but, but for sure, I would have thought that would have been a tiny, tiny miracle story, you know, like, with how much adversity we were going through, and, and um, I knew that we had the talent in us to do that, but I didn't know if we were really poised to be able to handle what we were about ready to go through. Yeah. And, I mean, first of all, you were there for Greeley because you went to NAU and then you went to Greeley and yeah. played those two matches. So you left, what, Wednesday? We left Wednesday the 15th and returned the 25th. Yeah. So we and spending most of those times in Greeley. Yeah, we landed <laughs> so. Friday, Friday morning, afternoon in Denver and drove up to Greeley. And, yeah, it Came was, home. Yeah, seven, eight, eight, days, eight days later, <laughs> yeah. you know. So we've been calling you the comeback cats because this tournament was incredible. I mean, the first game against Portland State, you won that game three nothing, but you trailed in the first set. You were down twenty three to eighteen in the second set. I think twenty four twenty. It was twenty four twenty. Also, yeah. And that's the first match. First match of the morning. It's a ten a.m. start. I mean, what was your, what were your thoughts going through at that point, right before the match had ended, when you're down early in that second set or late in that second set? Yeah, um, it was a weird game because. We took actually Danny out of the game. Like, Danny wasn't playing really well, and she was adding some panic into our into our uh, into our huddle. And so I took her out. You know, and I probably first time since she was a freshman I've ever taken her out of wow. the game. You know, and and um, she handled it wonderfully, like a leader leader would. And Mia came in and did a great job. But Bailey was absolutely insane. Like, I mean, next thing you know, Kate's just setting Danny the whole game. I think she hit like four hundred in that in that match and entirely and and so um yeah but when we were down 24 20 we were preparing to get ready for our third the third set you know and because we've just never been able to go down like that before play poorly and be able to rebound right. this year that really what it was like when we would when we struggled we crashed and burned really hard like we would fall off a cliff and so to go back there danny went in to serve i think and we put her at 24 20 she went in and served and tied it up and I thought it was just kind of um and we just sided that thing out until 31 21 they made a hitting error I think and then and then we ended that thing so 31 29 yeah we won 31 29 and so after that like we started rolling from there like the third set was just kind of smooth sailing to be honest um I thought we just served the ball really really well and was able to pull out that win but the fact that we had to take Danny out People stepped up at a really crucial time when we needed it, like Bailey, and, and was able to pull out a win. And, and so it was kind of cool. Yeah, absolutely. One down. Now, you know, you're facing Sacramento State, who's the, who was the champion, won the league, um, a team that you beat easily in Sacramento and probably should have beaten here in Ogden, but lost in five. Awesome. So what you're thinking that going into the semis, again, again knowing that they're the, they were the top seed, your thoughts going into that game yeah that I mean so, so first time we played them at our place it was kind of like what we always did you know we'd play really well and then things would start not going our way the other team would play better and we'd crash and burn 
the game in Sacramento State, we always looked at it as like an anomaly. I mean, we won in three, but they were close sets, like 24-22, or 25-22, 25-23. And so, like, it was both teams playing really well, and we just we never really captured that again, you know. And so we liked our chances against them, of course, because we, we always felt we, we, were, we were talented enough to compete and beat anybody. Um, but we would have to do that for long periods of time with them. Right. And for sure they weren't going to be a team that was going to quit on and, and let us win matches. So. And by the way, this was on Thanksgiving Day, too. And yeah. you guys are used to this. You've done Thanksgiving probably a lot. For yeah. some of us, it's like, that's a little different. But what was that like, by the way? How would you spend the day before the match? Yeah, it was pretty cool. Like, we got a, pra- we got a serve and pass in with our outside hitters and our liberos. And, um, and then um, we watched some film right after that. And then there was a bunch of parents there. And we bought, like, a whole bunch of chickens from Sam's Club or something like that. And so we went over to one to Bailey Bodley's parents' Airbnb that oh, they were perfect. at. And we just kind of hung out there and had some Thanksgiving dinner. And then we went over to play our game. And four o'clock game, yeah. Yeah, four o'clock game. So you win the first set, 25-21. Yeah. Uh, and you trailed, let's see, but you lose the second and the third. Mm-hmm. You're down three or two one. You trailed 18 to 12 in the fourth. Yeah. Your thoughts right at that point. <laughs> like as I reflect upon this, like legitimately at 18-12, I'm like, okay, this is kind of what we do, you know? And are we going to crash and burn? And so in my head, I'm like, we're still trying to game plan and scheme. And I think we put Mia in there in games four and actually put Ashley as the opposite in that game because Bailey was struggling. And then there was a ton, there was a timeout or a challenge and um, Bailey just stood up and started like being vocal and being um, aggressive. Yeah. And, hey, we're going to win this game. We're going to compete. And so right after we saw that her go in that huddle, Sammy actually pointed it out and we put – Bailey back in the game and first and something happened where we just got really hot and we we were serving well the whole match I mean we ended with 17 aces in that mm-hmm. in that match yes. and so we got hot serving and and got some aces and then started transitioning some balls and next thing you know we're I think we're looking at 21 21 and yeah well it was 21 18 and then you got up to 20 22 trailed 22 21 and got to 23 23 and then you win the last two yeah, yeah. and then when we so. saw I think it was um, Kate went back to serve, or maybe it was Kate. And then I was just sitting there going, is this really going to happen? And yeah. they overpassed the ball, and Sonny dumped it down. I'm like, we're going five. This should be fun. And you won the fifth set fairly easily. Yeah, really? our, our, our serving kept on yeah. carrying us the rest of the way. And when you get hot serving in a fifth set match, like, like you're going to win that. Yeah, win that. yeah And so sure. serving carried us in, the, in both the Portland State game and the Sacramento State game. And, and um, our offense was kind of – hit and miss a little bit, but I think, once again, I guess miracle number two, right? <laughs> like, we were able to do something that we haven't done all season. We did it against Portland State, and then we did it against a really, really good Sacramento State team. Right. So, here we go. Game three now, match three, championship match. Montana State, Northern Colorado had lost at home in the first round, which was an upset. A team that, you know, has been a, a challenge in the past. But Montana State's no no easy team at all. And they they had, you know, had a good season too, obviously. Again, going into that, what was the momentum and the, and the feel of the team going into that championship match? I mean, uh, three weeks ago, I think it was three weeks before that, we played them and we were up two games to zero on them. Yeah, and they, exactly. And the, the great problem, it reared its head again, you know. Like, we go, I think we... 
go up 2-0, then we lose 25-18, 25-9, and then end up losing 15-9. Yeah. And so, like, we knew that we had, once again, we knew we had the talent to compete with anybody. Um, it was whether or not we were going to be mentally tough through their their highs and our our errors. Well, his, here goes another up-and-down match, yeah. big time. Lose the first set, 25-22, and you trailed in the second, 23-19 to 19 and 24-20. to 20. Yeah, kind I mean, of. that's pretty, like, it's dire straits almost, right? <laughs> right. And, and so, like, I'm going, and we're in, and we're, I think we have, like, 11 service errors at this point, you know? And so, um, so the exact opposite of what yeah. was carrying us now goes the opposite way. Now we're serving a little timid. We're hitting the ball long a lot. We're not being very mindful with what we're doing. Um, our offense is going well. When we did serve those ball in, we were actually defending at a really high level, keeping them from siding out. And so I was just like, we guys got to get that serve in. If we can get our serve in, we'll be, we'll be okay, you know? And so um, luckily I think it was 24-21. Um, I can't remember who was serving, but we just, I think we reeled off five points. It was Rose, Rose Moore. Yeah, yeah. Rose. Yeah. And Rose has been, Rose was really good for the tournament. Like she was really causing a lot of havoc on, the opponents and so when she went back there to serve and she got in a good rhythm and they yeah. were out of system and we were able to make make some plays 24 20 but then you score six straight and yeah. it's 26 24 yeah so. 24 20 and then you win 26 24 and i think and they then, hit, hit a ball out of bounds to help yeah. us get there but yet then you lose the third set 25 22 yeah i mean the same thing right like i think we were down there but they were they ended up making some more yeah. plays than us and but our our serving was starting to like ebb out of the toilet I guess you could say you know and in set four I think we had one service error in set four and five yeah, yeah, for the yeah. rest of the match you trail in set four 18 to 13 at one point 19 15 even in the fourth so as fans watching this at home I mean you know I'm sure all the fans and all of us are the emotions are crazy some people wanted to just turn it off and stuff but what about you during the match all these up and downs yeah. you're down 19 four, 19 15 almost almost about to lose it how how are your emotions and the team's emotions at this point like we're just trying to be as composed as possible and staying in the moment um trying to help them understand where their feet are and what we need to do to execute and what they were doing to try to score and then um also making sure we're just staying aggressive um that we're not getting too wrapped up in their good performance because really they were just playing well like it wasn't like we were making considerably huge errors in the fourth set, you know, it was like they were just playing good volleyball. And so we, we understand ebbs and flows even happen for them. So sure. we were expecting them to kind of regress to the mean a little bit. And we were needing to go up at that point and keeping our, keeping our emotions intact was something our, us as a coach's staff was really, really focused on sure. at that point. But I'm not going to lie. There was one point I'm like, planning my end of game speech going, Hey, that was a good season. Congratulations. And uh, we learned some stuff, you know? (laughs) Well, it's 21, 21 in the fourth and you score four straight and win that set. Yeah. I mean, Ashley Knighting gets a huge block on camps. And then, um, I want to say it was Kate served us out for the rest of that match. Yeah. So then you go to the fifth and (laughs) talk about emotions here. Yeah, this, this is a quick TV. This yeah, is good exactly. TV for that, that's for right? sure. If people could hang in there and not give up on them, yeah, it was great TV. It's five nothing, just like that. You're down five nothing. Yeah, I even call it. I think I challenge a call just to get a timeout because 
like clearly no one touched it, but I'm like, I'm going to challenge this. And all the girls are like, no, no, they didn't touch it. I'm like, I know I'm using it as a timeout, you know, I can't call a timeout at four zero. And so, um, there was one point I did end up calling a timeout. I think at six, six, one or something like that. And I said, Kate, we should have set Danny two plays ago and we didn't. And so now you're going to have to set Danny for the rest of this match to try to get back into this. And she did like, I think the amount of times we set Danny from six, one to 15, 13, is like ninety five percent of that rally. <laughs> yeah. that it's six one. It's seven two. It's eight three. It's like okay, you know. And then you start scoring a few points, but it's twelve to eight. They score three in a row, and it's twelve to eight. Yeah, I mean they they make a challenge. I think, I think it's a, it was going to be ten nine, and they make a challenge, and we lose that. It goes eleven eight, and then I think we get a really bad pass. Yeah. To get to twelve eight. And so at that point, at that point in volleyball, if it's twelve eight, you can kiss kiss it yeah. goodbye. You know, yeah. like it's re- pretty rare to lo- win right. a game at twelve eight in the fifth. So you score what five straight? Well, five out of five one run, and tie it at thirteen, and then you win the last two, and just yeah. like that. I mean, Ashley, who was struggling serving, goes back and just up to that point was really struggling, and she went back and just cracked some amazing serve. One bounced off a passer into the, like the opposite's face. I think camp sails a ball out by 15 feet, and um, and next thing you know, we're it's like 13, 12, and they side out to get it to 13, and we side out on a random net error on Montana State, and then I saw Rose go back, and I I'm not kidding in my head, I'm like, oh man, this is either gonna be really good or it's gonna be really bad, <laughs> and um, cause she's cause she has an amazing serve if the moment doesn't get the best of her, and she I think she took three really good deep breaths just like Riley Jensen tells our kids to do when they feel that anxiousness and and she cracked an awesome serve and was able to be able to get a stuff block Crazy. to win that set. You 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 and Sammy Stewart your assistant coach were telling us, you know, that on the selection show like you you, you guys were looking at each other like did that really happen? I mean, like, yeah. I mean, we said it to ourselves like like we looked at each other when Sonny got that and we just looked at each other like what just happened? <laughs> and we and there was nothing more than just pure excitement. I got crazy emotional, but we had to have looked at each other like six or seven times. And even when, and said, what, what just, what just happened? Like, yeah. did we just do this? Yeah. How do we get here? And even Liana, who got in my van after the game, she goes, what just happened? And yeah. I'm like, yeah. How, did that, how did that happen? I think that's what we all felt. Like, how did, there's no way. How did, how did they pull that one out? But. Yeah. But they stayed, they, they just kept on playing every ball and that's what, and they didn't care about winning or losing, which is something that we were trying to reiterate with them all year long is if you win, you win, you lose, you lose, but you can control how you're the effort that you put in and how hard you play. And I think they finally grasped a hold of that. They stopped worrying about how, how the loss was going to look or how the win made them look. They didn't need validation as long as their effort was, was set in the right place. A week that I'm sure you'll never, ever forget for sure. And not just for the volleyball. Like it was, I've said this to many people, but it was probably one of the more enjoyable road trips I've ever been on. We were out there for 10 days. Like, there was no drama. There was no complaining. It was nothing but just really just enjoying each other's company and, and being with the people that you really care about. Well, that's awesome. Uh, so so incredible and so fun to watch. And not over yet. You, you know you qualify for the NCAA championships. You clinch that, and that's got a special feeling all to it. You go to the selection show, and... 
I don't think it was a surprise, but heading yeah. down to play BYU, a very, very good BYU team. Yeah. They're legit. They, they certainly are. Uh, in, in an environment that is obviously very challenging as well. Yeah. But a place you're a little bit familiar with, too. Just a little bit. Yeah, yeah I've, spent, <laughs> I've spent many hours in that gym, and um, I still have the smell. I know the smell <laughs> of the Smith Fieldhouse in my nose. And I've so, met my, I met my wife in the tunnel underneath okay. the Fieldhouse. And so, yeah, we have a lot of good memories of that place, and, and uh, hopefully we can just build a couple more yeah. there because yeah. we want adversity, and we're going to get that this weekend. This is just the third NCAA tournament ever in school history and and the last two have been the last what three years so so that spring season of 21 everything was so different in the whole world but you you went went to the NCAA tournament you won a match the first time ever and but but how that that experience has got to be obviously a great experience but so different from what we're going to experience this week yeah so so weird I mean we were in hotels with the University of Texas and yeah and Florida and so we we were practicing right next to Minnesota you know and we played Wisconsin in right. the second round, yeah. and those guys talk about six nine, six nine, six eight. Yeah. You know, but like incredible experience, and we're hoping this one is just as, as special. Yeah, for sure. Uh, this is your ninth season as head coach. Probably hard to believe. Yeah, kind of crazy. One hundred and fifty-two huh? career wins, second most in school history. Uh, and to think where you've come to now, and I know it's not. You always say it's not about you. It's about the the girls, and it is right. But you've got to be so proud of of how the program has progressed. Yeah, I mean, you were showing me records, you know, and like so many of my the kids I was a, I've been able to coach are in that in those record books, and so I mean, a lot of people are like, look at what you've done, but in reality, they're the names that matter, you know, like they're the ones out there getting kills and passing balls, and and we're just trying to help them and not get in their way too much, and so. Yeah, I'm pretty fortunate to be able to coach the likes of uh, Amanda Barley and and Ashlyn and Rylan and Aubrey Saunders, Adams now, and I mean, there's just so many amazing kids. Megan Knighting, for sure. And now I get to say goodbye to probably two of the best kids ever, and Danny Richens and Michaela Sorensen. And we'll talk about them in just a second. How much have you grown and changed in nine years as a coach? You know, um, immensely. You know, like I think I think you have to change as a coach because. the players change and what they come to you is different now um Danny told me that I, this year I've been nicer than I've ever been and I don't know if that means I'm still I'm just too nice or if I'm finally like you're getting soft I'm getting soft or or if um or if they're getting tougher you know I don't know but um I'd like to think that I'm I'm adapting as a coach if you're not growing as a coach then you're going to be left behind because um you need to grow. You need to adapt. I expect my players to grow, and it would be hypocritical of me to not expect myself to grow at the same time. Good, Good for you. Well, you mentioned it. Uh, you got two seniors that are incredible. Um, we'll start with Danny. I mean, Danny's this week actually at BYU. She'll play in her 146th career match, which will be a school record. She's already the record holder in in aces and has been for for quite a while but second in kills second in sets played fourth in kills average first in attacks by a long way she's now sixth in digs but i mean beyond that obviously we know how good of a player she is but you were you were mentioned i think i heard you overheard you say that you've known her for a long long time most of her life probably yeah when i was at utah state her sister came on a recruiting visit and danny was 12 and she came with her and so they have like like eight girls you know like there's eight girls in that family and 
So while Grayson, who was the head coach at Utah State at the time, was with her older sister and her mom, I hung out with all the little girls trying to keep them wrangled <laughs> up. And Danny was one of those little girls. Wow. And I didn't know that at the time. You know, like after she committed, she told me this story and I just laugh about it. So technically I've known her 12, 12 years and life, since she was yeah. 12. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and I've actually, we counted it up the other day. I've known her longer than I've known my own daughter because she committed to me like before my like my daughter was born you know like a week before I met Danny so I've known her just as long as I've known my nine my eight-year-old daughter well what can you say about her as a player and a person and for what she has done to this program one of the perhaps the best but certainly one of the best players ever you know she I think for sure the the numbers don't lie right but I think the thing that she's going to leave the most is she's touched these her teammates in a way and led them in a way that like everyone just admires her and loves her for who she is. Not, I think there's a lot of volleyball players, a lot of players in general that get the numbers, but her, their teammates despise them because they make it all about them. And, and she's one of the most selfless kids that you could ever find. I mean, she hates talking about herself. I mean, all the amazing things that she does and she can't stand even acknowledging how special she is. So she's, she's a pretty special kid yeah. for sure. Uh, we did an interview with her a few weeks ago for Senior Day, and, and I was so impressed, too, also that about the schooling part that she has done. Master, two master's degrees, and it's incredible. It's insane. Like yeah. I think she's gotten one A- in her yeah. entire... I mean, I, I was blessed whenever I got an A-, and she that's like her low grade, you know? Yeah. So. Well, and she will be one, one of many others that you mentioned that will just go on to whatever they do in their lives, they'll have great success, and... And this has been a big part of their lives, but she's certainly been fun to watch. And Michaela Sorensen, the other one, uh, other senior, is is by far the leader in the school record holder in digs, and yeah. and one of the top players again in, in that position. Yeah, and she's probably one of the best passing liberos in the country. Like she's pretty legit um, in how much in what she can do, and that's one stat that isn't really kept in record books, you know. And but she's when they serve her the ball, I know we got a shot. She rarely gets aced. Um, but she's also a kid that hates talking about herself and she's all about her team and and she doesn't care about all those accolades. Like when we ch- congratulated her on being libero of the year this year, you could tell it was just an awkward and painful experience for her because I think she cares more about winning and, and performing at a high level as a team than she does as an individual. Well, Coach, you've uh, coached some amazing, amazing, talented athletes. There's no question. And, the, it's been so fun to watch the program grow, and I've, we're not done yet, obviously, right? But it, it will be hard to replace these seniors. It will be weird to watch volleyball without Danny Richens, that's for sure. <laughs> for sure. It's been so she's long. She's been here for five. Yeah. She's been here for six years, technically. Seems, and played be, for five. It will be a little different, but we're not there yet, and we look forward to the uh, NCAA tournament uh, Friday night in Provo. Best of luck in that. Thanks for joining me. It's just great to talk about the incredible week that you had last week at the Big Sky Championships. That I think. Uh, Wildcat fans will never forget. It was a lot of fun. For sure, I won't either. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate your time. All right, Wildcats, Friday night at BYU in the NCAA tournament.